Hello, you are live on a local local podcast, and we were wondering your thoughts on the COVID-19 vaccine, if you would be so inclined to talk to us. Who are you? Um, we're a local podcast. And why are you, just is this a random call or something? Yeah, but yeah, we were trying to get random thoughts on the COVID-19 uh, crisis, and uh, we'd love to know your opinion on the uh, new vaccine. You just made up a number and called me? You yeah, just we just used a random call, a random number. We have no idea where you are in the country or anything like that, but we just want to know, if you don't want to share your ideas with us, it's, it's, it's fine. Okay. No, no, I'm just curious, you okay. know. Yeah. What do you want to know? Um, just what your thoughts are on the whole COVID nineteen vaccine? Are you are you pro vaccine or are you anti? Or what what what's your thoughts on that? Well, uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, I'm uh, you know I've never had a, a flu or cold in my life. I have a very strong immune system, so I'm figuring people need it more than me. But I, I think I'll eventually get it. Yeah. Well, thanks for your feedback. Okay. Cool. Have Thank a good you. day. So, welcome back to our third episode of Wicked Wings Podcast. I am Caleb. I am Noah. I'm Drew. Okay, and welcome back. We are on our third episode, and we're just going to keep it simple and talk about normal stuff and just whatever. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> of course, of course. All right, so... <laughs> Well, like, now we're going to get into one topic that has just happened in the news, in the music world. Well, I guess it affects the music world because it, it involves um, artists or rappers. So, a former president, Donald Trump, has, has pardoned Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. That's just in the news. We're not going to get too far into that because we don't want to get into politics. Nope, no, think, no politics. Not just announcing that our 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, has pardoned Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. Okay, we got that across. And now, today, in in another news fact, Sad by Tentacion got 1 billion streams on YouTube. What are your thoughts on that, Noah? Um, I think it's well-deserved. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner, to be honest, because I feel like that music video was good, and I feel like his fandom is just big enough to where... It would have already reached, you know, a billion streams. But you know, I'm I'm happy for him. I think he deserves all of that credit, and his family does. So it's a big day. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I I completely agree. Yeah. It's it's something that he has deserved for the longest time. I mean, I for me being a, being a guy that has listened to X most of my life. Well, as long as he's been around, you know what I mean. And he, the impact he had made in my generation, Noah and I's generation of music. It's incredible. It's a big impact he has made, and it is, and he, it's well deserved for he's, him. He's really and his an family. influential artist, you know. Couldn't have said that any better. Oh, of course, yeah. Rest, rest in peace, Extentacion. Gone too soon. Gone way too soon. Okay, so our next question is: We're switching over to the EDM genre, which is me and Caleb are both huge fans of EDM, 
And this question is, what are your top five EDM artists, DJs, producers of all time? I'm going to let Caleb start. Okay, so I'm going to start with the the man himself, the Martin Garrix. Couldn't I, agree more. Oh, yeah. As number one. Uh, Martin Garrix being a guy who started his career at 17 years old making the song Animals, one of his biggest hits. It's incredible. It's it's huge. I mean, it's it was one of the biggest songs of of the world. I mean, he and he was he was performing in massive venues at 17 years old. I, and I'm 17. I mean, I'm a high school kid and he was doing this. He was he was one of the most popular EDM artists in the world and doing that. It's incredible. It's one incredible thing. All right. And number 2, I have Avicii. Rest in peace Avicii actually. He had passed away a few years ago of very 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 horrible thing that had to happen but don't drink fellas no never and so him as as well as especially in my childhood being a artist that had impacted my life in a really big way is he was incredible of an artist being able to make certain sounds that i had never heard before it's just incredible the the things he had done he had done and the music that he made and the influence he made on my generation of music it's crazy and he's one of my favorite artists that i had ever ever listened to number three i have david Guetta, another guy that i had listened to growing up being being a very influential artist as well making songs like memories with kid cuddy and all these great all these other great songs and just being an incredible artist and and being kind of a vet to the um to the younger generation of of edm artists at number four, I have the the man himself, Steve Aoki. Me, I listened to Steve Aoki for a few years now, and I'll tell you, he's his stuff is incredible. I mean, especially listening to Boneless and Delirious, you know, he is an incredible artist, incredibly talented, and I I really I respect his stuff. I really respect his stuff. And now at number five, I would have to say, I would have to say, let me. Mm, that's I'd say R.L. Grime I'd say R.L. Grime even though a guy who is kind of an up-and-coming guy an up-and-coming artist in this in this generation of music he's definitely a guy who's going to make a huge impact with the song Skyla of course as a really impactful song he is going to be he's going to be next up I'm telling you this and Noah let me switch it over to you let me hear you uh, yeah I agree with you I think you hit it that you hit it perfectly when you said Avicii Martin Garrix just for the sake of change, I'm going to put Avicii at number one because his legacy, his music, all of his albums, you know, they're bangers. And he's probably one of my favorite artists just because of his music just hits different than most of these EDM artists. You know, he really transformed Progressive House. Um, and number two, Martin Garrix. He's honestly my favorite. I love his music. I love his story. If you go watch the Martin Garrix show on YouTube, it tells you his whole story. It's it's awesome. He's, he's a really good, genuine kid. And I love his music. I'm um, number three. It's tough. I would say David Guetta because, you know, he's the number one DJ in the world right now, ranked. Um, but I'm not because it's, you know, I'm trying to switch it up. So probably uh, just on my EDM listening, probably this guy named Hardwell. He He's really a really, really good artist. He, he started a record label called Revealed, and he makes, you know, amazing music. And then number five or number four, um, probably this guy named Rehab. You know, he, he, he resembles Martin Garrix in his style of music, but... I really recommend you to listen to Rehab. He has such good collaborations. There's a song called Tiger that just is so good. And to finish this up, at number five, I'll probably say, you know, I would say David Guetta earlier on the list, but I'll say Tiesto because, you know, 
I don't love the business because it's so mainstream, even though it's good EDM. But he he's been around for so long. He's such an OG artist, and I think he he revolutionized EDM in a way. So he 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 put on Martin Garrix like Martin Garrix. He was a Martin Garrix's role model. So those are probably my top five. Drew, you have anything? You have any good EDM artists you like? Um, you know, I don't really listen to much EDM, but I I really like Martin Garrix. Yeah, he's a good artist. Yeah, it's great. Fun fact: he he filmed a music video at our school. And what are the chances? He's from he's born and raised in Amsterdam, which is across the world. And he somehow came to our school to film a music video. That's pretty crazy. It's, with Malcolm Moore. Amazing. Moore, he that's... never even performs in the U.S. Rarely. So the fact that he came to our school is it's mind blowing. It's legendary. And no, I actually have a question. Um, yeah. what are your thoughts on EDM and it being in our generation of music? Like, cause you know one of the biggest genres of music in our generation is rap. Yeah. It's primarily rap and I guess country as well. But do you think EDM is making a rise in the, in our generation of music or what do you think? I think EDM has been around. I mean, David Guetta's, he was, he's been making EDM beats since the eighties, the eighties, you know, I think Tiesto has been around, you know, I think Alan Walker, all these guys have been around. So it's definitely been around, but I think now with, with EDM going as strong as it is, I think it might, get close to rap it just really depends what the newer generation is feeling honestly but for me i'm liking it more than rap right now i think it's you know it's just so fun to listen to so so fun to turn up to such good pump up music such good relaxation music it, it really hits all levels that's honestly i i couldn't agree more it's it is definitely um a genre of music that you can really get excited to you can dance to you can just have a lot of fun with you can also you know? just relax to it it just because there's so many different artists there's so many different versions of house so it really it's it's really cool to be honest oh yeah i couldn't agree more it's it's just a really like different ver- it's like a different type style it's very very diverse and it's like it's really it's really crazy i really enjoy it so now we are going to get into sports and recently the Brooklyn Nets, and we were actually talking about the Brooklyn Nets in the last podcast, talking about how James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving are now on the same team. They just lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and and one of the main pl- the player that made that stood out in that game was Colin Sexton, and that guy had one hell of a game. I'm gonna tell you that much. He really put on a show. I'm gonna say that. So Noah, what do you think about that? Do you think Colin Sexton is gonna be a next up player? Or do you think? that i mean do you think it's just was a bad game for the brooklyn nets i mean what, what, what are your thoughts on it well first of all i think colin sexton has been a lights out player shooter just everything since high school you know he's been he's been he's been tough um i think that the brooklyn nets are still going to be fine it's the first game with three superstars on their team like of course or not the first but i think was it the first caleb do you know i yeah i i think so i have to yeah check. well yeah i mean first or not it's, it's definitely the beginning of the season so it's 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 definitely somewhere around well the they're still getting comfortable with and with that much stardom with harden's recent trade i think that they're still getting you know comfortable with this new situation and i think that they'll be fine i think that they'll compete with the lakers and i think it's going to be unfair because like they're going to have kd and Kyrie on the floor just going off and then Harden's going to come in off the bench when they're tired and just go off. You know, he's done that in Houston for years. So I think it's going to be scary. I don't know if they can compete with AD and LeBron, but I think they'll put up a fight for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's, that's a very good answer. Yeah. And I, the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, it's just, 
honestly, every great team needs to at least lose once. You know what I mean? They all have to lose. They gotta, they gotta, that then know what it feels like is that that creates motivation and that creates drive to to strive out for the next week and to play them those four quarters. It's just they they play so much basketball too. I mean, you can't win every single one. You know what I mean? And it's it's one. It's it was incredible, and I think, and but in that game, I'm just I'm just I mean probably just had an off game, you know what I mean? But also, Colin Sexton being the player he is, I've always noticed that he's an incredibly aggressive player. Not like not in a bad way. I mean, like he's really determined to want to fight for the ball, fight for every play. Yeah. He just wants to. He dies for balls. He's aggressive. He's like a, he's almost like a some like a like a Dennis Rodman sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's aggressive. I, I agree. He's incredibly aggressive. Like how Dennis Rodman was a guy that dove for every ball, jumped for every rebound. It was in, always ready to go on defense. He was, he had so, he was just always had that killer mentality, especially as an athlete. And you have to think about it. Like no team really has had this many high volume shooters, you know, like with this good ball handling. So like, the coach is really just trying to figure out an offense that can handle this much like star power because you're right. Like the Warriors did have this, but this is almost a different level because Harden was on you know, there's their MVPs. So, you know, I think it needs some work definitely, but they'll get there. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, de- and it's also like a chemistry thing. They all have to get used to playing with each other for like a certain amount of games and see if they, anything, any, if the wheels fall off or not, you never know. You gotta see what happens, but Next on uh, next in sports, we got Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. They will be facing off in the in the NFL playoffs. And what do you think about that? Who do you think? I mean, you can't. I mean, in my opinion, you never want to bet against Tom Brady. Never, because for him having the experience he's had, being in so, a lot of Super Bowls and winning and losing Super Bowls, he has a lot of experience in like big time clutch moments and you know? rock as well yeah and i'm not saying aaron Rodgers doesn't it's just that i just think for tom brady being i in my opinion the greatest quarterback of all time so it was they're both both incredibly good just in a different way but as in winning wise tom brady is one of the best winners in nfl history and i mean what noah what do you think do you think that it's going to be do you think aaron Rodgers is going to come on top do you think tom brady is going to come on? do you think it's going to be an incredibly competitive game what do you think well, I'm going to keep this short. I think the game's going to be extremely competitive. But I think that Aaron Rodgers is so hungry. I hope he wins MVP, honestly. I think his team is amazing. So I'm going to place my money on Aaron Rodgers. So that's my take on it. Yeah, couldn't have said that any better. And I mean, it's it is really hard. I'm not really I'm not sure if I'm going to have a say on it because I this this Green Bay Packers team is different this year. I mean, they got one of the best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams. And he's then amazing. He's incredible. And Aaron Rodgers being the player he is, the competitor he is, it's going to be an insane game. But then you also have Tom Brady who has Gronk. His, and then Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. It's going to be... It's gonna be one hell of a game. And I I'm, actually, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. I'm I'm really excited to watch this. I'm incredibly excited to watch this game. And now we got one. We have another question for sports: Is is Lamar Jackson overrated? Well, I mean, anyone who played Madden last year knows how unfair he was. His season last year was amazing. Like, I don't know if he's overrated, but I feel like he's just not performing well in super clutch situations. Maybe it's because he's not experienced enough in the league like what do you think about that well I think his first two years in the NFL he did incredible he was being a player I think naturally most players as they go into the league they 
I guess the coaches could like defensive coordinators start to figure you out sort of thing. And it's definitely going to be, it's definitely something he's going through right now. They're starting to figure out certain plays that they run. They're going to, they're going to determine where he goes as, as a runner, of course, because he, he's a, he's a primarily running QB and he can throw too. Not, I'm not denying that. He just, he runs a lot. He's like a Michael Vick type player, you know, but it really, the, cause he probably just experienced one of those years where they actually figured him out. And now he has to figure out how to get beyond that and how to play against that and just be mentally prepared for anything that comes out of him. But I, I don't know if he's really overrated. I think he's an incredibly, he's an incredibly talented player as far as athleticism wise and, and mentality and game mentality wise. But I'm telling you this, I think he just needs to, I think he's just going to, he, I think he's ready. I think he's just, I don't know if he's necessarily overrated because he had two really good years and took him to the playoffs last year. So I think Really gonna have to see what happens, but I'm not gonna. I don't really have an opinion on him being overrated. I think he's. I think he's a decent. I think he's a pretty. I think where he's at right now is good. So can I flip the question around? Let's just say, let's just say like if like we know that defensive coordinators are really figuring out his play style, right? And he's not. He's making some good throws, but he's sometimes not making some good throws. Yeah. Do you see him in a super competing for a Super Bowl and potentially winning a Super Bowl? Let's say in the next three years. You know. Last year, I kind of thought so. I did too, because he had such a he had such a great year. But I don't know about maybe maybe this year was just an off year for him. He, who knows? But I mean, I feel like this year could also motivate him to be great next year and also push next year. But the one thing that is a downside for him because he lost Mark Ingram, and that was one player that he really relied on, especially as a role model and as a play, as a running back that he had behind him that that would help his team win. But it's I. I don't know if I really have a say this time because for the the year he had it was it was okay it was a, not the best year he's had but it, I I really don't have a say on this one. I don't know. I think he might Yeah, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that he's going to be a Super Bowl contender next year. I think he might go to the playoffs, but I don't know. I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything yet. What about you? What do you think? Um yeah, I think he could do it. I think he needs to really hone in on his throwing. That's all I'm going to say. I think he could do it. And um, here's one last question that I kind of just thought of. What do you, like? Do you, what do you think about the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier fight? Who do you think is gonna win? What do you think some strengths are of Con- of the fighters? What do you think? If there's one thing I know from watching, I mean, I've been I've been watching UFC ever since I was a little kid. Because me and my father, we watched we watched UFC forever. George St. Pierre is my my all time favorite fighter. Legend. Being, yeah, he's pure legend and. Now watching, I mean, for me watching Conor McGregor, he has one of the nastiest left arms I've ever, left hands I've ever seen. Just, it's so powerful, you know. He's a southpaw. He goes in, he attacks with that left, and it's, it's, it's vicious. It's, it's, it's powerful. So, Poirier definitely is gonna have to watch for that. I think he's just gonna have to look at it and then be able to avoid it and just be. He's, I think he's. It's gonna be one heck of a fight. Poirier though is no joke either. He's not a guy that. I'm not going to say like Conor is just going to instantly beat him. No, it's going to be a, definitely a tough fight because they fought before, but it's going to be it's going to be one hell of a fight. I'm telling you that. What I'm liking about this fight is I don't know if you remember Conor McGregor was so bad to the Mayweather family. Like remember he said like he was cursed. He told the audience to curse at the Mayweathers yeah. and he wore a like you know a explicit suit with explicit pinstripes. Yeah, I saw that. What thing. I like about this fight is we're seeing a different side of McGregor. He's he's showing like the utmost respect to Poirier. And I think it's, you know, I think it's it's a good thing for him to do. And I, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, I couldn't, I, I was about to get into that too, because he definitely, 
has gotten more humble. I mean, I th- and he still will talk a little bit, but he isn't a guy, he doesn't disrespect people anymore because I feel like after that Khabib fight that he had fought, Khabib, that really humbled him because he said awful things, incredibly awful things about Khabib and his family. And it was, it was, it, it crossed a line on a lot of levels. And I also think after losing to Nate Diaz, that was another one, but I feel like he's now starting to realize that he's growing up a little more. He's starting to respect the, the fighting game a lot more and the opponents that it's, it's not just about going in because his, I remember his mentality in, earlier in his career, he said, I'm just going to beat people up and make truckloads of cash and I'm gone. That's it. That's all he wanted. But now I think he's starting to more respect, respect the, the, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's a game. I think it's. A, I think it's an art. Mixed martial arts. I think UFC is an art, and I think he's respecting the art now by respecting his opponents, and and respecting the actual fight itself. And I think now it's a different side of him. I mean, especially after beating Donald Cerrone, that was an incredibly humble fight on his part, and I really respected him for that. After that, even 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 though I wanted Cowboy Cerrone to win, it, he definitely he showed a lot of respect after that fight. And it was in, it was just really, really good on his part. I think it was awesome. Yeah, I respect I respect that behavior just so much. Questions from fans, and today we have a few pretty good questions. So we're gonna start off with the first question from a friend named Miles Caldwell. Shout out to Miles. He's a, yeah. he's a great guy. <laughs> and um, it says his question is, "What is the craziest thing you've ever done?" Wow, that's a broad question. <laughs> that is a broad question. Well, crazy thing we've ever really done i mean we haven't like crazy stuff i mean you want to talk about like fireworks and stuff that we've done like i honestly it's hard to recall to mind my craziest thing maybe when i was in hawaii like we were we were just in hawaii and i made friends with this like kid like he was some random little hawaiian kid and i like we were like wrestling on the side of the pier and then i actually threw him off the pier (laughs) Like, I don't know if that's crazy, but it's just a thing that I did. And you, threw, you threw a kid off the pier, man. Yeah, I mean, so, and then, you know, and it was the end of the pier, too. So, oh, I felt kind of bad because he had to make a long swim, but, you know, it happens. Yeah, Drew, what about you, man? I want to hear this. I want to hear yeah. what you got. Honestly, like, I don't really have any crazy experiences. You're close to the mic, dude. Oh. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know if I have any crazy experiences. I think my probably my crazy experience was like you know, going to the beach and just falling in the water. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely, I get that. If there was one like really really crazy experience that I had ever like really experienced, it was definitely um, well Noah and I can probably speak on this, and we used to light fireworks all the time. No, uh, those were oh yeah, we used to. Oh my gosh. Well, one time about maybe like two years ago we were um we were we were in high school and well we're still in high school <laughs> sorry but we were he me him and our friend alex were all hanging out and then a lot of other dudes came over right and we were all hanging out and one of us had i think someone had a firework i brought some fireworks that i know some pretty big fireworks me and my friend alex got from yeah. chinatown oh yeah chinatown usa or la sorry yeah, and that's that's one spot that um sorry. Um it's one spot to really get your fireworks. I'm telling you that much. But so one of our buddies was like, "Hey, let's go light the firework in the middle of the street." And we're just like, "Oh, okay." And so we went over to this bridge overpass and we were, we were we didn't get near any trees or anything because if we did that, then it would cause a fire and all this. And it it was it is what it is. But then 
So what we do is we got the, we we had the little thing, we lit it off and went boom boom, we all just ran, you know? And I remember we were, I was with my buddy Jake. Shout out to Jake by the way, living out in Michigan right now, one of our great friends that I've known forever. He and I were walking. We were walking somewhere and we and we saw and we t- we heard we saw two cop cars driving down one of the main streets and we were just like what the heck's going on there? And we, we were like that can't be for us, is it? And so we walk around, we will go back to my house and then three of my other no inc- three of my other friends including Noah came back to the house. And so we were all just chilling, nothing nothing too serious and then we got a phone call from one of my friend's moms. And he and she's like, "Oh, where's so and so?" And we're like, well, I don't, "We don't know." And she's like, "Where's so and so?" And we're like, "We don't know what's going on. Is everything okay?" And she's like, "No, nothing's okay. There's like a whole there's some cops and stuff getting involved. And we're like, wait, what? And like, we were all like kind of confused. And like, I guess someone made like a complaint that there was a gunshot in the area when it wasn't, it, it wasn't a gunshot. It was a firework. And I remember I, I went and I told my, and I, I went to go talk to my dad about it. And my dad was like, it's just a firework. You know, you're just, it's just a bunch of stupid stuff, you know? And then it, it and in the end, I don't think really, it was just a kind of a stupid thing that we had done. And, you know, and we live in Los Angeles and I mean, there's a lot of different sounds that happen everywhere. I mean, you know what I mean? But like, you no, know, what are your thoughts on that? What were your thoughts on that night? You know, I actually thought it was fun. I think the parents, the parents overreacted. I think some parents overreacted. You know, I'm not trying to get controversial here, but you know, I think it was just a firework and no one was hurt. You know, I think the whole thing was just overreact, a big overreaction. And you know, it was a fun night. I don't know if it was, it was, it wasn't that crazy. You know, it was a kind of crazy, it was it was just a really kind of like energetic experience, you know what I mean? It was yeah. It was really it was a r- big rush of energy, you know. It was fun, yeah. We we were like kind of running from the cops in a sense, so you yeah, know, but, um, it's always thrilling, you know, kind of like it's always thrilling, but no, it's not oh, a good yeah. thing, but it's it's thrilling. No, so. no, but like, res- but like, yeah, we we're not trying to like disrespect cops in any way. We just it's just it was just like it was just a night that stuff happened, and we live in a neighborhood where like you don't really we don't hear too many like big booming sounds except on Fourth of July, but. I guess someone and remember I was talking to my mom about this. She she was in she was in Denver, Colorado when the whole thing happened. And she and there's like this whole this app I think people live that they use when they live in our town. It's like yeah, a, I think it's a, called the Citizen app, something like that. I don't know. It's but, a good app. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's a good app. But she got a notification on saying there was gun there was a gunshot in our town, and we were like wait, what? And we were, and I was like, Oh my God, no way. And my, I, cause I remember calling my mom and telling her about it. And she was like, I just got like a notification about a gunshot being shot in California in South pass. And we we're like, Oh my God. And we were like, no way. And it was, it was crazy. But yeah, that's one of the crazy experiences we've had. Right. Do you think so? No. I mean, I think it was a fun experience, you know, yeah, it, was, it, it, it was definitely something to learn from. I mean, we, it's, it, we, I mean, when you're young, you do stupid stuff, but couldn't agree that more. was, it's something definitely to learn from. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. All right. Next question. What has been your worst experience with wings, chicken wings from our friend JMO? Shout out to JMO, by the way. He's a great guy. Great guy. Noah, what would you say your worst experience with wings is? Um, you know, I love wings to be honest. And you know, probably my worst experience, if I could even think of one is I was at a wing. I think I was at Buffalo wild wings with a bunch of my uh, football teammates and like we got the the spiciest sauce they have there that's not even on the menu and you know I, we were all gonna try it at the same time we all dunked our wings in the sauce and one of my teammates dunked my wing like too deep in the sauce like it was straight covered in the sauce and i just ate all the sauce 
And I was straight, like, crying, and, like, it was so bad, dude. Like, oh, that's funny. It was embarrassing, so, you know, I guess that had to be my answer, because most of my wing experiences are really good, not yeah. bad. Drew, what about you, man? Do you ever have a bad experience with wings? You know, that's that's kind of a funny question, because, uh, I mean, I love my wings, you know. There, there's never been a bad experience. <laughs> I mean... Of course, yeah. I don't really know any. Right? Yeah. <laughs> What's so bad about wings? Yeah. Yeah, for real, though. <laughs> but... What, what is has there ever been like a like a nod like a wing the only thing like, i can say is that maybe we like like we're, we're no and i are, or caleb all of us we're, we're all eating wings but no and i just say like the spiciest wings at wingstop but they weren't really spicy so like i was pretty upset the atomic wings at wingstop are not spicy that's just a little disclaimer that we're giving you guys okay yeah and so now if y'all want if you guys dm us dm us places to get wings and tell us what the spiciest one is, and we'll have we'll we'll try it. We'll have we'll have um, Noah and Drew try it, and maybe me. I guess I'll try it too. No, but Caleb's maybe. definitely trying. You're right, a spice I, I, fanatic. I guess I'll try. Yeah, Caleb is the biggest spice, spice fanatic. fanatic. All right, so definitely just give us options. We'll definitely try. But like, if one like bad experience that I had with wings, I mean, there like, ain't none. Like like yeah, there's really none. I mean, because wings are are great. Chicken wings are great. I mean, like they're they're. One of the best foods you can ever have. It's a pretty bad question, to be honest. It is a bad. It, it kind of <laughs> is a bad. But hey, it's a tough one. No question is a bad question on this podcast. Just, just remember that. Mm. Hey, you're, you're getting a shout out on the podcast. It's a, it's a real, yeah. it's a real treat. We stay positive around here. We do stay positive. <laughs> All right, next one. If you were not from California, what state would you want to go crazy in? This is from our friend Alex. Shout out to Alex Xander. You know our homie Xander. You know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Drew on the keys. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Drew. So what do you think about what well, if you were not in California? Where would you want to go crazy in? Some place I want to go crazy in. <laughs> what I could go. I mean, probably like Las Vegas. Like you know. Okay. Gambling here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. What? I, what about you? It's a great question. It's a great question. Uh, um, probably somewhere in Colorado, cause you know, just lit mountains. You know, probably, probably pretty fun people over there too. So I feel like I could definitely turn up in Colorado. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Alex and I will be in Las Vegas. Actually, we'll we'll be we'll be hitting the high rollers. Ooh, dang, Alex! You hear that? You and Drew are gonna be in the high rollers, man. Sounds like All a plan, right. dude. So now my well, my experience, my. The state I'd probably go crazy in, I'd say Miami, Florida, baby. I'm going crazy on them jet skis in the bay, and I'm be all right. going crazy, you know. I, and jet Noah skis. and I talking about when we were in Miami last year, and that we were on that speedboat ride, right? And we were just, we were going through the bay, and it was it was insane, dude. It was crazy, and we and we actually well actually no you you, you let me remember that time when we were when we were there, we we're on the boat, and we went like around that island, and it was full of all the um. All these celebrities like Shaq and Sylvester Stallone. Like, you remember that? Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. It was super cool. And what was funny was that the biggest house there, the person that owned it was the CEO of Viagra. And he had that, he, his house was huge. He had, I remember the guy saying that, um, he had about, he had about like 20 palm trees in the back, in the, in the front yard. I guess it's a front yard or backyard, I guess. Yeah. And, each one was like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, they're like imported from like Africa or something yeah, crazy. For, yeah, for real, somewhere like that. <laughs> they looked exotic. Crazy. I can't lie. Yeah, I know for real. But also, they had this mini waterfall in front of the house, and it was and it was called Viagra Falls. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was that was so funny, dude. Clever, clever. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we we saw Shaquille O'Neal's house, um, Will Smith as well. I forgot to say that, and Sylvester Stallone also lived there. So. 
that was really cool. That was a really awesome experience. Is so. the sorry? Is the question places you'd want to turn up in the U.S.? Yeah, it's in states. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. I would have said like Ibiza, to be honest. Oh yeah, well, we all would <laughs> want Ibiza, bro. Like to take a pill in Ibiza. <laughs> but um, okay. Next question. What is your, what's your favorite 2020 trend? This is from my friend Sophia. Shout out to Sophia. She a real homie. She wait, wait. What was the question? It is what's your favorite 2020 trend? Trend. Yeah, like a trend. I mean, I'll let you go first, Caleb, because I'm kind of coming up blank. <laughs> yeah, here. I, yeah. This is a hard. This is a hard question because I mean, like, I don't know like too many like big trends. I guess like it depends the the sort of genre of trend. I mean, like clothing wise, music wise. I mean, Drew, what do, what do you what do you about you? What do you think, man? Oh, man, you know, I trends. I, I don't know, man. That's a you really one. put us in a pickle here, man. Uh, Sophia, what you gotta? I mean, like, I want to say something, you know, because I don't want to be boring. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm gonna say like a meme trend, you yeah. know. So maybe like my favorite one was like there's this meme called like Monke. <laughs> so you know, I just thought that was funny. Is Monke? <laughs> you know, that's probably what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not a bad one. Or, um, yeah, I guess I mean, is TikTok considered a trend? I guess you can say, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can say TikTok is a trend. I like, I, like, uh, I think TikTok's, you know, kind of cringy. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I only like the skits on TikTok, like, or like the funny videos. on. T- I don't like when people do like those dancing trends and stuff. That's what, what they mean? all say. Oh, oh, so you're, oh, you're really, you're really doing this. Fun right fact. Now, Caleb only watches TikTok to watch dance videos. Exactly. No, no. no, but I mainly watch like a lot of funny skits, mainly like joke skits, like Jake, tu- like Jake Two R, and I mean, and I like I like those type of videos. And that's just Chris. Shout out to that's just Chris, by the way. He's a really funny TikToker. He just makes a bunch of jokes, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, but that was a hard question. I mean, yeah, that was kind of strange. One of, right. one of the like the lower. Yeah, lower Noah. What's the next question? What's the next question? Um, let me check. The next question from fans is, do you think life will ever go back to normal from our friend Morgan Seche? Shout out to Morgan, by the way. He's a great guy. Great I mean, guy. the answer to that question is, I think, yes. I think pretty obvious, yes. I think hopefully in the next year. The good question should be, you know, when? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be back at, you know, EDM festivals <laughs> by 2021. Hopefully, I'm Definitely hoping. Definitely not 2021. I'm hoping. You never know. Because, you know, I know some some countries are pretty low with cases. But, again, you never know. So, Caleb, you have any thoughts on that or Drew? Uh, Drew, what do well, you think? It's definitely going to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. But, yeah, eh, I don't know when. That's same thing here. Normal? I, it's, it's definitely going back to Probably some like normal. Years. Like, well, what I mean by normal is, like, we don't have to wear masks anymore. We don't have to stand six feet apart and having to worry that's, about. That's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. I think normal is going to a concert, right? Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Going to a club, going to a bar, having, like, going to parties and, like, family gatherings, you know? And, like, it's definitely, we're definitely going to go back to that, but it's going to be a long time. Even though we we do have this vaccine and we have to really see what's going to be happening with this whole, like, mask, the mandated masks and all that, but... I, it's we're definitely gonna go back. It's the real question is when, and I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, like I saw a video of Lil Uzi performing at Rolling Loud in front of like forty thousand fans just packed together. I think that is what we call normal, and until we can achieve that, you know, agree more. it's we're not normal. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on that. And what's the next question again? <laughs> the next question is, how did you get your podcast name? 
uh, from a friend named Yuki. Alrighty. So, okay, the whole story is when Noah and I were in Miami, Florida, we went to that. We mentioned this in the last podcast. We went to a restaurant called the, the world famous House of Mac, and we got these wings. And I've always noticed when Noah eats a wing, he cleans it straight to the bone. Like he, like nothing is on it. It's like the perfect, like a dog could still chew it. You know what I mean? And I was just like, dang, you wicked with those wings, man. Like they're crazy. And then I didn't really think about anything of it until we were about to start a podcast. And I was just like, what, what, what would we do? And I, and I, and I, I instantly thought like, like when I called that, when I, I remember when we had the wings and how we always eat, we love eating wings and stuff. And then you, and then I said, wicked, you're, you're wicked with the wings. I'm like, just be called wicked wings, like wicked wings podcast. And I think that's just kind of how it all started. You know what I mean? Yeah. He came to us with the name and you know, we really didn't have anything else. So we're like, you know what? It's, it's not bad. It's kind of catchy. So we went with it. And oh, we're, yeah. we're eating wings right now. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, we are eating yeah. wings. Yeah, from Wingstop, by the way. Shout out to Wingstop. That's, this is not an ad for Wingstop, by the way. <laughs> not sponsored. Right. No, we are sponsored. Hopefully, hopefully we're sponsored we're by Wingstop. We're sponsored by Wingstop. <laughs> by Wingstop. Yeah, we are. Yeah, and now um, here's like an anonymous question. What is our favorite car? What um, is our favorite car? I thought it was of 2021. or well, just in Well, in general. In general. In general. Oh wow, that's a broad question. And Drew, I want I want to hear Drew's answer because Drew here is big fanatic of cars. He loves his cars, so I want to I want to hear wait, you. Wait, out, man. Dude, I, I'd rather you not say that. <laughs> I find we'll cut that out. But Drew, let me hear let me hear you um with your cars. Let me hear. Uh, you know, I think I think my all time like dream car would probably be a Nissan GTR R32. Sheesh, sheesh. That's dang. All right, all right. I like just because like you know. And aren't just, you and you like and you like modded out cars, don't you? I love them. It's just something about like you know, it's like working on an art project, but it's just something different about that. Oh, of course, yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, it's it's they're definitely incredibly interesting. But Noah, what about you? What do you think? Um, you know, I'm a huge electric car guy. That's that's my thing. You know, um, like my dream car right now is probably the electric Porsche. I think it looks so sleek and you know, honestly, sexy. And it's electric, no gas. It goes super fast. Like, what what else could you want, honestly? Like, it's just sick. Nice, nice. No pollution. My, if I was to have a dream car, I definitely would think of, like, having, yeah, a Porsche, like a Porsche SUV or a, um, or a Hyundai Sonata. I know that sounds kind of simple, but I like how they have the smart park. Like, how you just click a button and it parks by itself. I think a Tesla has that, too. Like, oh, they probably do, but like I don't know. I just think that I think Sonatas are kind of chill. You, know you can't I mean? argue with the Hyundai's. Hyundai's. You can't argue with the Hyundai. Is the Sonata? I haven't heard of the name Sonata. Is it like a, a nice car? Like, a, is it like a luxury car? or Is it it's, more of a normal car? It is somewhat luxury. Yeah, it's 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 luxury, but it's like a, it's a it's a simple car. Yeah. I need to look that up. And that's, now, that's cool. like an anonymous question: What is our dream house? Like, what is like? Well, location, I guess, style, and just overall experience neighborhood whatever They're like what drew drew i want to hear this um i actually saw a house today it's one of the best houses i've ever seen it wasn't about the house it was a really nice house but it wasn't about the house it was about the location and like the scenery you know like it just had yeah, a yeah. it was there was nothing behind it just like the sunlight and trees okay, and okay. i don't know i just like it just it, it, it caught my eye is that definitely like a place you'd want to live like in in that same like 
in the same neighborhood, the style, yeah, the house, and all that. Something kind of low-key, nothing, like, loud. Yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah. What about you, Noah? What do you think? Um, I mean, honestly, I would just want, like, a big, big mansion on the hills, <laughs> hillsides of Malibu. Because great surf break, great house market, house mar- <clears throat> sorry, great house market. And, um, you know, I just think the house would only get richer, you know, make me money. But also, I just love that location, you know. Beautiful scenery, and I think that'd be the place to live for me. Nice, nice, yeah. I'd definitely say, like, a big house for me would be kind of nice. Just nice, just big house, you know. I'd like it on the beach, either in Encinitas, California, or Miami, Florida. I, I just... Miami, Florida, I just love. I like the ocean. I like the warm. I like the war. I like the warm weather. I like the. I like the. Um, the humidity. I don't. Well, sometimes it just. If when it rains and it stops raining and it just gets like, just kind of disgusting. You know what I mean? I just don't like that too much. But definitely like Encinitas, California, right right by the surf. You just walk right down to the beach and and it's. I I think that would be like a great spot. On to the last questions, right? Okay. Well, right. You, we have more questions. Do we? We have like one more opinion. Like so. <laughs> What's the best feeling in the world, like, in general? Like, just a really great feeling. That is a very good question. Um, yeah. Drew, what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> I think one of my favorites, best feelings, is, you know, when you're, like, you're like thirsty, so you drink water. Oh, well, I agree, <laughs> I agree more, with man. that. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. That's a... It's a great feeling. That's a that's a yeah. great feeling. Because like you're just all hot and stuff. Yeah, true. Very. True. And you drink water. Yeah, man. Uh, Noah, what about you? Well, I mean, there's a lot of examples I could say. There's so many. Yeah, maybe when, <clears throat> you, like, you don't want something to happen, and or like you're regretting, you you have to go like do something that you don't really want to do or something. And then, like, out of the blue, it somehow just gets canceled. That's that's one of my favorites. And also. you're just like, oh my gosh, yes, I can just yeah. chill. Oh yeah, those are or awesome. something or something, whatever you wanted to do that you can't do, you can do now because it just somehow got canceled. You know, whether it be like a sports game or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. yeah I, I agree. You know, well, there's this one feeling that I and like like you said, there's so many great feelings. But if there's one great feeling, and only mm. certain people can like certain sort of experiences. But it's like. Since Noah and I surf, the, the one of the best feelings ever is like taking like the perfect wave. You know, it's the perfect height. You time it perfectly. You get it and you ride it down. And you you ride it down the line and it's there's no one in your way. You go straight down. That, in my opinion, is probably the best feeling ever because you kind of just it's all you at that point. It's just you and the ocean. And you just go straight down. And only certain people can, I guess, relate to this because, I mean, not everyone's a surfer, you know? But when you get on that board and you get on that wave and you just go straight down the line, it's there's no other feeling like it sort of thing, you know? And it's just, it's an incredible feeling. It's one of the best feelings you could ever feel, you know? That's so true. Like, just getting on a set wave, if you guys know what that is, it's like the biggest wave that comes in of all of them, or, you know, the first big wave. Just getting on a set wave and having it to yourself and just cruising down it and it's it's such a good feeling. I recommend trying surfing because it's fun. <laughs> it is. It's awesome because you kind of just you kind of let loose at that point. All the stress, all the stress or the excuse my friends, the bullshit that's in your life, kind of goes away. You know, you kind of just relax. You just get that wave and you just take it all the way down. It's what you call being high on life. Couldn't have said that any, any better, man. It's 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 an incredible feeling, you know, and just. 
just taking that wave and just going down. It's it's one incredible feeling. And I mean, definitely, yeah, try surfing. You can feel, you can experience that feeling, you know. And it's it's kind of just I mean, especially for me and like my life, you know, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on, you know. And we all do. We all have stuff going on. But one thing that always helped me kind of like push all the negativity out of the way and help me just relax and just come at peace with myself is catching a wave. No, don't you agree? I mean, yeah, it's just the it's it's a great feeling, you know. It's it's almost therapeutic in a way. I mean, I don't know about just catching one wave, but it just you know, surfing in general is just it's it's a great thing. Honestly though. Yeah, and just being there and just experiencing that feeling just going all the way down. It's just it's an incredible feeling. It's awesome. And yeah, and I hope uh everyone else that's listening to this podcast is having, you know, a great great rest of their day and and I al- think always okay. like if there's ever like you ever got stuff going on, you know, you always you're sad, you're not feeling great, just, just always just try and do your best to try and find positivity in any in any way, shape or form, you know, and try and do whatever you can to make you happy, makes you stay positive and not sad or anything. Because sadness is something that is really kind of just it's it's a big blanket in our world that kinda that devours a lot of people and it's not it's not a good thing, you know? It's something that we people definitely should not experience that they don't that no matter who you are you don't deserve to experience it it's something that can can really affect people's lives in a really big way and it's something that we all as individuals can just need to really see that and know that negativity is not is not a powerful thing it's not a good thing it's not positive at all positivity always wins over negativity and that's something that we need to we all just need to need to focus on is is positivity and i know it's hard to it's never easy but definitely if you ever are like feeling sad or anything just try and focus on something that can tr- that can make you happy you know no don't what, what do you think about that you know i think that's a great way i think that's a great closing statement to episode three i'm you know i'm, I'm so happy we're, we're in such a good place with this podcast and thank you to everyone that tunes in you know you mean the world to us and if you have any criticism at all or anything you want to share with us, feel free. We we'll listen. We'll read any every every one of your comments. So, yeah, and, and we all and we thrive off feedback because we love hearing what people have to say. If there's any problems or anything, we like to hear that. But we definitely, as far as like in life, especially we there's a lot of great things that have led up to the moment we're at right now. You know, and I've I've met I've known Noah and Drew my whole life, and they've they've been one of the biggest blessings I ever had because they're good guys. I've known them a whole life and they've been there for me through thick and thin, you know, and they just always try and keep the ones that are there for you through the hardest times, no matter what happens, no matter if they make you angry, they ever do something like that because you, you might never, you might never find someone like that again. You know, it's, 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 it might, you never know. It could slip through your fingers at any moment. So just always try and be able to, keep the one keep people that love you and keep people that are good for your life and that will that will put you in a good position in life and that won't that won't put you in a situation that they you or anyone else can get you out of that's something that definitely people should take into consider that's a great message thank you guys see you next time this has been wicked wings episode three episode three thank you for listening we're signing off from caleb noah drew And we thank you for listening. This is an awesome podcast, and we hope you tune into the next episode. Thank you. Peace.